Hello and welcome to the Who's Podcast with me, Phil. Me, Paul. And me, Tony. Yes, and that means one thing, it's audio commentary time for the first time since End of August. August. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, so we thought we'd do something really, really special to, you know, to welcome the audio commentaries back into the into the season again. So we as promised last week, we're doing the twin dilemma. Mmm. Yes. Mmm. Yes. Yeah, we now we've all watched it this week, haven't we? Yes. Even me. Even Tone's managed to watch it. His piece hasn't blown up or... No, no, it's uh, yeah. back on track again. Well, you said a bit of a problem, though. You didn't actually watch the stuff I sent you. Well, no, because I think we're... All this modern technology, everything comes down for really fast sort of thing. You know? No, it so, doesn't. No. Well, this didn't. He, thought no. Co- he thought the colour had been messed around with, didn't he? <laughs> he saw the coat. I just haven't got time to I thought, wait. Yeah, I thought so, he was getting you know. snobby. I'm not watching it unless it's in HD. <laughs> yes. I'm watching YouTube eventually anyway. Oh, so, well, there yeah. you are. Well, okay, well, all that's to come later. But first, as usual, some news. And this week, it's really just a lot of DVD news, really. Uh, first up, Series 7 Part 1 will be released, on in the UK anyway, on the 29th of October. So it's only, what, a couple of weeks away? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So not too long to wait for all you... Uh, that's all a Monday. Fans. Well, there you are. Well, oh, well done. Thanks very much. Have a sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um, on that, it's got all the um, mini episodes of Pond Life. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, hooray. Pond Life? Pond Life. Yeah, it was online content time. Oh, that's actually the old programme we've old, um... No, we've had this conversation. We've had this conversation before. before. No, we're not doing that again. Um, and also the two special prequels uh, that were exclusive to iTunes, but only in iTunes in the US. Yeah. Not over here. No. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, so it's one that preceded the Psalm of the Daleks, and it says here, and I've, this is the only one I've actually watched myself, <laughs> uh, the Doctor receives a message from a mysterious hooded stranger. A woman called Dala von Carlson wants to meet him. And the other one was from a town called Mercy. A civil war has ravaged the Kala race, but a team of scientists has found an advantage. The gunslinger is born. So that all sounds exciting, Science doesn't it? Stuff. Yes, so... Um, Yes, there we go. So it says, in addition, uh, a limited Weeping Angels release will also contain a documentary called The Science of Doctor Who, which delves into whether the scientific concepts of the series live up to reality. I think it will. I, I, I think you'd probably say no, really, couldn't you? Well, I'd be uh, yeah. Travelling time well, and space? I, did, yeah. I don't know, really. I'm awkward. You are. Yes, you are awkward, <laughs> yes. Okay, now, um, more DVD news. First up, the... Legacy box. Now, those you don't know what that is, you won't know what this is, Tony. Do you? The legacy box. Well, uh, I could make uh, something up. Make something <laughs> up. That's what I'm about yeah. to say. <laughs> uh, yes, I've heard. Of it. Okay. Well, the legacy box is the first DVD release of 2013. Um, it'll be released on, on Region Two anyway on the 7th of January, and <coughs> in North America on the 8th. So it's not too long to wait. That's which unusual is usually a couple of weeks, isn't it? But yeah. That's quite good. Um, what this is, it's a two-disc box set will feature the Lost Story Sharda, which is a Tom Baker story. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know that one. Yeah. And also the 30th anniversary documentary, More Than 30 Years in the TARDIS, which I actually can't remember watching. I must have done. But I don't remember anything about it. Do you? Um, can't remember now. Is, it, that's not, is that the one with the anorak? Oh, it might be. Is that a character? Tone, we'll open, we'll open the floor to you. <laughs> 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 only we could open the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the floor 
mask of death. <laughs> I will get that trapdoor installed one day. So who was the only wreck then? Was it, was it, was it a villain? Was he? No, Luke no, it just own. it's some sort of sort of piss take out of fans, really. You know, Anorax. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So is that sort of thing? Now apparently, this is the Sharda um, story is going to include um, added effects, music, and linking narration by Tom Baker. So they definitely haven't gone down the yeah, road. Good of songs animating. in the eighties, you did. What? Yeah, your love is king. And, uh, oh God! Shut up. <laughs> yeah, really good. Oh dear. Okay. Um, now, no, it says no that region two information has been released, but um, the region one um, box set will have the Paul McGann version of Sharda, oh, which is um, that was. It, it says it was it was the big finish version. So it's and, audio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it says it was, and it said, as you mentioned earlier, Paul releases a flash animation for the uh, 40th anniversary of the show, and it does say it's still available yeah. on the BBC website. So I never watched it. Have you? Oh, yeah, yeah, is is it good? Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah. Is it a bit like the um, Scream of the Shalker animation? Yes. Like that? Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that sounds quite um, quite good actually. Um, now. Looks like there's loads of details about the Region One release of this. Not much about Region Two. Um, you get on the Region One. Um, this, this, this. I don't know if this is what's going to be on the Region One. This, or just the only details they've got for any of it. You're getting um, a documentary called Taken Out of Time, which is about Sharda's troubled production. Um, a look back at the story's locations in Now and Then. Uh, a feature about Verity Lambert called The Lambert Tapes, Part One. Um, memories of um, honouring the Doctor's companion, remembering Nicholas Courtney. So yeah. that's about to be quite good. Um, another companion profile, this time it's about Peter Purvis. And you've got Strike, 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 Being a Girl, Women in Doctor Who, and Those Deadly Divas. Yeah. So hmm, sounds quite uh, sounds quite interesting. I suspect actually. they've got to boost the extras. They've got to, haven't they? Because nothing there, is there? Oh. There's nothing at all. Uh, there's no lost footage or anything because it just wasn't recorded was it no. so oh dear now um hot on the heels of that in march we get um finally get the release of that missing episode of galaxy 4 airlock that's been released on a special edition version of the aztecs where they find this one then this is what popped up in an attic in wales somewhere last year didn't yeah. it yeah that was a true yeah. story then i was reading about that yeah uh, including an episode of the underwater menace as well yeah, so it's uh, quite a quite a, a find actually because it's the uh, the airlock is the only surviving episode left out of Galaxy Four. Oh right, so it's all complete. It's uh, all complete. Not even any audio recordings exist of it. It's there's nothing. Ah, so, 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 um, so who, who, <clears throat> which Doctor was that then? Hartnell. Hartnell. Ah. Yeah, and the Underwater Menace was uh, Troughton. Troughton. Yeah. So, but there is other episodes of Underwater Menace, isn't there? Yeah. So, yeah. So it's not mm. completely lost. Um, and there's no mention of. When they're releasing that, is there? So no, no, exactly. That they're Still, thinking of trying to put that together as a to release maybe, the series, or maybe they're having a lot of trouble tidying that one up. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. So, but anyway, we also get um, on the twenty eighth of January next year we get Reign of Terror, which is another Hartnell story. Eighteenth um, of February we get the special edition of the Ark in Space, and um, and so the Aztecs. That's the eleventh of March. So. What else is coming up next year? We've got uh, Terror of the Zygons, uh, which is announced for June. Um, <laughs> yep, yeah, and then we've also got um, another version of Spirit from Space. Um, this is the Blu-ray release um, this time. So, uh, Pertwee's first story. Ah, 
You really should read up a bit more for you. Well, well, <laughs> well, the thing is that, that if I we're did... We're surprising him by not talking about other episodes and the one we're going to watch. Yeah, I know. Why do you get quite this every time, don't you? It's true, like, if I did, then it would, the, the whole you know, emphasis and so, the whole um, ethos of the show would mm. be lost, wouldn't it? Because, because I'll suddenly know things. I'm not supposed to know things, am I? So I try and... News. We, 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 yes, we, we run Tony on a need-to-know basis. Yes. yes, we do, yes. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's to be released in June as well. So, it's going to be in nice high-definition Blu-ray. Um, included on that, it's going to be an extensive biography on John Pertwee and an obituary for Caroline John as well. So, that'll be... I think that'll be... I will buy it for the third time then. Yeah. I think it's got to be done. So, um, future history for any more um, releases, you've got um, The Tenth Planet, which are three, three remaining episodes, um, well, three existing episodes, episode four's missing. Yeah, tone, history tone. Right. Um, right. I'll ask some questions later. Yeah. Go on. What was that? What, what, what's the question? He's not even looking, is he? What's the question? He's watching the telly. What's the question I've got to answer? <laughs> I'll, I'll be asking questions. Well, listen. Yeah. And ask questions later. Okay. Well, Just make sure you're listening. I'm listening. All right. Okay. Um, as it says, the Underwater Menace episode two, um, Ice Warriors, four existing episodes, missing episodes two and three, and The Mind of Evil, which is all six episodes, but episode one's still in the process of being colorized. 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 So, um, caramelized. Yeah, so, um, that's the only purple one left now, isn't it? Yeah. I believe, Mind of Evil. Oh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. So, that 10th uh, planet, is that Hartnell, is it? Yes, it is. Oh, it's his last story. Good heavens. It's when he regenerated. Oh, wow. Unfortunately, the, the, the last episode, when he regenerates, that's the one that's missing. missing. Oh. But, but the, the bit of him regenerating still there, but it's really poor quality. I've seen though, it on YouTube, it? yeah. Yeah, yeah seen really bad. But, uh, <clears throat> okay, well, also for next year, um, Audio Go and Big Finish are teaming up next year to um, do a series of 11 Doctor Who audio specials um, which will cover all 11 Doctors all for the 50th anniversary um, now the most interesting thing out of this it says that it will be the first time original story for the ninth Doctor will be, will be released for audio so I we, would, we had a brief chat about this before and we, we sort of it's impossible that, that Eccleston's going to come back it's yeah, going to be a companion but, chronicle. But if it's going to be a companion, you've really only got Billy Piper. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. Oh, you could do Captain Jack, I suppose. For a could bit. do. Um, what's, we, and, we, uh, we, we would what's take the thing. He's known. Oh, Adam. Yeah. That's <laughs> 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 what it's going to centre on. It's going to centre on Adam. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Was on 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 Twitter during the week. Says that, 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 that it's odd. So it's going to be Bruno Langley. is going to be doing the reading for this. So. You must know Bruno. You watched Coronation Street, didn't you, Tony? Uh, no. You don't? I thought you watched what Coronation Street. Oh, I used to be in Coronation Street. You, oh, you he played, he was in a couple of episodes of... Oh, who did you play? What, in... Um... If you didn't watch it, is it not going to make any, any difference? difference oh, I, might, I might remember. You know, that's all glance upon it. I can't remember his name ah. in, in the show. How um... Oh, you don't come prepared for anything, do I you? don't, do I? No. I think you'd at least read up on these things. For... Well, you know, I didn't expect you <laughs> to talk yeah. about Bruno Langley. You know. <laughs> Oh dear. Now, um, also, it's been announced, which is unusual for the BBC, they have confirmed that Doctor Who will be on Christmas Day. The why they have to go out and confirm this, we all know that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So they've actually for once come out and said, 
it will be on Christmas Day. However, we don't know what time it is, though. I reckon 7 o'clock. It was last year, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. That has varied between 6 and 7, hasn't it? Yeah, I reckon 7. Well, it depends on anyway. what, what films they've got on and what, how long they are, don't it? To yeah, that's it. The... Or how long the... Oh, no, EastEnders is on after the news now, isn't it? On... Or do you get double bubble of EastEnders on Christmas Day? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, you lucky kids will be able to watch it that day. I won't be able to. No, I don't. I'll be down the end. I'll be down the end. I never see it, yeah. My sister's usually, so. Yeah, well, I I never watch it anyway. Oh, fair enough. I'm the only one. The telly never goes on in my house on Christmas Day unless it's the Queen's Speech, of course. Oh, no. Or Doctor Who. Which you watch standing up. Yes, indeed we do. Yes, trousers at half-mast. So... Oh, there's yeah, so we know it's going to be uh, an hour-long um, episode set in Victorian times, um, which is uh, featuring Richard E. Grant. So, and that's how the people is in it. The iconic Richard E. Grant. The iconic Richard E. Grant. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But, um, yes, it does mention the other characters going to be it, but which I'm not going to say because it could be construed as a as a spoiler. Spoiler. Though I doubt, I, I doubt there's not many people out there who, who don't know at the moment, mm. but, oh, well, we'll see. Mm. Anyway, and the final, we'll wrap this long-winded bit very of... Long, uh, yeah, bit of very long, Very long. There's a lot going on this week. Yeah. Um, now, this has sort of thrown our little our plans into disarray a little bit. Um, Mary Tam, the second part of her autobiography has been released. Um, I don't actually can't see when it is going to be released, actually. It just, uh, it's just the announced, year. haven't they? Is it the new year, is it? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, which is... Now, we were going to do a companion special, yeah. starting with Mary Tam. Um, but now we're not. No, no, we're, we're going to put that off until after this book has come. Read that. read that as well. Yeah. yeah. So, we, so we don't know where we're going to go with this now. I was looking no. forward to that. I was. <laughs> no. Never mind. I'm sure you were, Tone. Yeah. I'm sure you were. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that will be, um, as Paul said, next year sometime. Don't know when. It'll probably be this time next year. <laughs> Yeah, the book, the book will be out in January, but we're still saying it's coming soon. It's coming soon. <laughs> this time next year. Oh, well. So that was it. That, that, that's everything. There's no Omega's Tack Corner this week. Um, no? No, nothing at all this week. So uh, that's it. So let's crack on with the commentary then. So for another week then... Rush on to the commentary. Rush on to the commentary. Let's get this done. So for another week then, that was the news. Okay then, folks. The time has arrived to sit through the twin dilemma. It's like crushing boredom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've already sat through it once this week. Wasn't that <laughs> voted the worst uh, episode ever, if it, I'm not mistaken? It was, Tone. Yeah. Hey, he's got some facts for it. He's, yeah. he's back with these facts. Even worse Fantastic. than Warriors of the Deep. No. Wasn't worse, is it? Oh, no, it wasn't. Ah, but no, look. it was. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's worse than Warriors of the Deep, and oh. but not as bad as Dimensions in Time. Ah, yes, I remember was, that. As we, you know, uh, as you know, Tone, it was the the story the world was waiting for was the fusion, the fusion of EastEnders and, and Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. That's right. Yeah. Yes, and look how that turned out. Oh, oh dear, what's I say? You can't polish a turd. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay then. So. We're very, very sorry. We're about to now start our commentary for The Twin Dilemma. So obviously we're starting with episode one. So here we go then. We're going to press play in five, four, three, two, one and play.
Here we go. Yes. Ah, oh, wasn't it the first it downhill uh, from here? He's, yeah, that's it. Title sequence where he's only smiles, didn't he? They like dropped that. A, now. That, yeah. This is the only interesting documentary on the on the DVD. They changed <laughs> the titles. They put this fancy colour stuff over hmm. the top. But Baker was supposed to wink at the camera. Oh, see. And they dropped it. Oh. And they kept it for McCoy's instead, yes. didn't they? When he took over. Oh, I think they was right. Yes, I think they were right. Uh, oh, nothing says the future more than more than a mushroom haircut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I was thinking of cardboard cutouts. Cardboard <laughs> on an pyramid, oversized pyramid chest. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it does remind me of young Phil Collins, actually. You know, I'm like, <laughs> late nineties. Yes, I think so. Yeah. And here we have Dennis Chinnery. Ah, oh, that's who Dennis Chinnery is. Making his third appearance in Doctor Who. Died recently, didn't he? No, um, I think you're right. I think he did actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's there's a, some a tribute to him, a Chinnery. Something. Like, what's that tribute to him? Uh, oh, Mr. Chinnery from um, League of Gentlemen. Yeah, but that His was name. done before he died. Oh, yeah, I know that. But I was just saying, <laughs> <was that? laughs> yeah. Well, so Wikipedia will have you know. Yeah, <laughs> but that's, that's it's not 100 fact checked, is it? Let's be honest. Yeah. I'm now looking at young Phil Collins, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He had that kind of cut, didn't he, when he was in Flaming Youth? This would be Arc 2. Arc 2, (laughs) Are you going off into some sort of the realms of Phil Collins' back catalogue now? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're we're trying. We're going to draw the knife out. (laughs) (laughs) Apart from... He wasn't on that album. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I should know that. John Mayhew. Uh, Listeners, Tony was trying to do some Genesis jokes there and he fell on his arse. I really do need to include ones that has Phil Collins, actually. Hmm. He did like to shout a lot, Dennis Chinnery, didn't he? Yes, yes, do that. Ah, and our first appearance of The Doctor... I still don't know what they were trying to do with Colin Baker here. I'd... No. Ah, it shows he's the aggressive side of the Doctor or whatever. I mean, it, it's slightly an interesting idea that to try just and... poorly executed, though, wasn't yeah. it? It was just... I don't I mean, I quite like... Once he settled into the role, I, I yeah. quite liked his Doctor. I really did. But... Why are these blazer dirty? Uh, that's from the case of Androzani. Ah, very so, dirty caves. Yeah. You do know, Tony, this is Colin Baker's first... Yeah, I know. I know. You do know that? I okay, did. good, yeah. <laughs> I did brush up a little bit. Oh, good. I do like the fact that he's just arrogant. It makes such yeah. a, it's a complete shift from Peter Davison. I don't mind that, but <laughs> it's just the story. Oh, dear. Hey, you got any facts for us, Tone? Because obviously you oh, come no, on with facts, you? Fact, oh, yeah, oh, come yeah, on, yeah. let's have one. Okay, we've got the first fact of the day. Here, the rustling of paper. All right, here we go. Colin Baker is a master chocolatier. 
and, a, and at a moment's notice can make a life-size representation of the Taj Mahal with chocolate forage from the finest, rarest Criollo cocoa beans. Criollo? Yeah, the rarest uh, cocoa bean in the world, apparently. Oh. Yeah. Peruvian. Is it really? Apparently so. It is at this point where you do think he has the first time he's seen that jacket, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you can see it on the rail across. Exactly. <laughs> Oh dear. Shall you put your Davidson out of this? Have a drum duo. He's all those uh, blazers and coats and things there, right? Yeah. yeah. Did Peter Davidson have that in his TARDIS, all those wonderful coats? And, or has it just happened to turn up for this episode? Well, it's always been there. It's, it's just never been, been shown much before. Yeah. Ah. Those twins, the actors themselves, right? Yeah. Are they the sons of someone or other? Yeah, you know, obviously were the sons of someone. <laughs> I was going to say, but someone no, is actually, actually connected. Son, I think they were created Some... in a laboratory <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> were they connected to like, someone who's worked on the show or something? Is that right? Well, it must have been because anyway, they must have got an acting job. Sure, their dad was involved with this with a theme or something or some music. Or... It may just be that was the only twins they could find who was free for. Oh, they're on Wikipedia. I'm sure it's there somewhere. No, I think I think you're right. There was a connection. So, or something. Now, they repeated this exact thing, more or less, in Time of the Rani. Yeah. Trying all the different previous Doctor's coats and stuff. Hang on, Tony. I should, I should look up for you to see if... Um, look, it was a father. Yeah, I'm, I'm banging on the button on this one, I'm sure. I'm... Okay, let's have a look. Um, okay. Their father... Les Conrad was an extra on many Doctor Who serials. And, and, and a singer in the 50s and 60s, if I'm not mistaken. That's Jess Conrad. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that Jess Conrad refers to himself in the third person all the time? I bet he does. He oh. does. He actually does. I watched him on some programme. You know those things when people... I was going to say, how, how long have you been chatting to him? <laughs> you, know, you know those programmes where, where they just... Um, when people look for a new house and they they go around the the country, sort of this is yeah. within your that sort. He went on it, right, right. So and they tried to find the, a house. He kept going around saying, "Oh yes, I can see Jess Conrad living in this house." It's you, you pillock. <laughs> then he said, "No, Jess Conrad wouldn't live in this house." He kept referring to himself in the third person all the time. What an idiot! Is that an Perhaps he's part of a twin. I say, man. Perhaps it was actually Jess Conrad's twin <laughs> that was actually being on the programme. Is there an oversight? Saying about he could see his brother living there. He looks like a lot of Phil Collins now. Why it's still in the scene? <laughs> oh, it just disappeared from the scene now, damn it. Oh. Wasn't like oversized Rubik's Cube in the background now? Where? Very large Rubik's Cube just behind old. Uh, there it is. Oh, see it. <laughs> oh, God, it is as well. <laughs> Well, it is the 80s. <laughs> That's right. The 2080s. Yes. Mm. I remember Morris Denham from one other thing, and that was reading The Hobbit on Jack and Ori. Remember that in Bernard Cribbins? I think Bernard Cribbins was Bilbo. There's about remember. three or four actors doing yeah. The Hobbit, telling the story. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember I think that. he played Gandalf. I remember the theme tune. Good heavens. What, Jack yeah. and Ori? Yeah. 
Was it? I thought this went Jack and Ori, Jack and Ori. No, no, that was a tune. It was. Was it really? Yeah. Someone's thrown up over Colin Baker, everyone. I mean, I can even understand that he's mentally unstable. (laughs) Yes. That he'd put this on. But then at some point... As, no, I think as John the character, Nathan Turner must have been... For as the character normalised as, as, as the series went on... He should have dressed He should have down. then started dressing normally. Yeah. yeah. Slowly getting rid of the jacket or... Yeah. And the trousers and whatever. Well, that was one, one of the other uh, documentaries on this DVD with... It was Colin Baker and Amy LeMay. Yeah. Going through the different costumes of the Doctor. Yeah. And he wanted to wear this all black... They like a long black uh, coat. Oh, Colin Baker did. Colin Baker did. Oh. Yeah, that's what he wanted. Gee. And he was overruled by John Nathan Turner. <laughs> Mister. Mister. And here we have our first sight of the Chicken Men. Mister's Milky Bar. <sighs> There's not a flicker of emotion on those twins' faces. There's nothing. Although they've had their brains supposed to have had their... Well, they've had their memory removed, but there's there's nothing in any of the scenes at all. There's nothing going on there. It's just permanently blank. (laughs) That voice reminds me of odd shape at work. (laughs) (laughs) That means absolutely nothing Nothing to to anybody. I know. They had a very deep voice. (laughs) Oh, oh so look at the music. Are you sure? They were using the Rubik's cube. This is a labour of love, isn't it? <laughs> Mestor entered Morris Denham there. He didn't like that. <laughs> Well, I like it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> no complaints here. No. <laughs> yes, Nicola Bryant, if I'm not mistaken. Hazar. That's the other thing, wasn't it? That John Nathan Turner did was she, what she turned up in what she was wearing original costume. He said mm. it wasn't short enough. That what he, said. he really wanted something for the dads, didn't he? Well, I make him right. <laughs> <laughs> A visionary. I was going to Die say young. they wouldn't get away with that now, but they do because the first time you see Karen Gillan, she's wearing that short mini skirt and a policeman's outfit or yeah. policewoman's outfit. So, and the fantastic hat off and shakes her head. Yeah, she? exactly. Yeah, when is a fantastic uh, Jenna Louise kind of Coleman? Oh no, Tone. No, <sighs> you're going to mention you saw a topless in that program the other week, didn't Which you? Which one? <laughs> it's ah! I missed it. Oh, I missed it. Damnation. Is she? Yeah. I, I didn't see it myself. Oh. Ah, Google. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to say whilst undoing your trousers? <laughs> oh, I see. I think this is the bit that people have the most trouble with, isn't it? It's this yeah. scene. Oh, 
I thought he was going to bend her over the yeah. console. <laughs> <laughs> we were, he, he was known as the Dirty Dog. So <laughs> <wasn't he? laughs> My God, a God. That was him just realising his mistake when he had the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, we're going down the path. I don't think we should go, go there any down. further. No. Okay. Got Roger Moore on the telly. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he tuned into, into the Persuaders. Oh, no, it's Kevin McNally. You're a Captain Jack. Oh, sorry, wrong, wrong film. <laughs> Why was he trying to tiptoe through the scene there, that guy? <laughs> ah, Dame Judy Dench, one of her earlier roles. <laughs> She's still alive, that woman. At 83 or something, yeah? <laughs> yeah. That's a wacky substance. <laughs> <laughs> they really did like being sheriffs, didn't they, these people? They did, didn't they? <laughs> it's like the costume department didn't have to do small that day, did they? No, they're very really big stars, aren't they? That's how the stage direction got mixed up, wasn't it? Oh, for the scene in the control room, I want a big star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Ah, <clears throat> oh, life giving beer. That's a, that's a good point, actually. Might have noticed, uh, all right for this, everyone at home, I've got a cold. I'm dying. <laughs> the only cure for it is beer. <laughs> it's the twin dilemma. It's, kill, it's, cure, kill, it's, cure. Cure. it's a cure-all. Kills all known germs. <laughs> it's it's tonic. <laughs> the flu will be now fleeing down the road, so please, no. No, no more. more. <laughs> no more young Phil Collins. <laughs> How young Nicola Bryant actually was then, actually. She, well, she, she, she looks really now. young there, actually. Uh, how old is she then? 60s? No, she's no. in the 50s, isn't she? Yeah, just. Yeah, just, just in the, in the 50s. 50s. Yeah. She doesn't look in her 50s now, actually. She still looks really, really young for her age, actually. This was a weird way to end a series, though, wasn't it? Because this was the last yeah. episode of the, or story of the series. Then you had to wait a, a few months before that his, his first full series started. Oh, really? How come they didn't tie in with just a, you know, you know what I mean? I, I, why didn't just... It was just John Nathan Turner wanted to mix things up and do things differently and yeah. get the audience talking and... And what he did do is they actually basically got him on to hate Colin Baker by the time he actually had a chance to show what he could do in exactly. the role. Exactly. Really backfired. everyone had months of just remembering him for this. Yeah. We've had years. Peter Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Aww. That's another thing about the future. Oh, our bed's going to get more and more uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Basic. You know. Seems that way. <laughs> That's it. No one gets a good night's sleep in the future. <laughs> do they? There's too many things to do. <laughs> Look, act natural. Because there's a chicken man. <laughs> Got the own. Yes. He's feeling horny. <laughs> <clears throat> and beds become noisier as well, by all accounts. Who? They're uncomfortable and noisier. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had some of that wood effects for wallpaper. I was even at home. <laughs> Uh, Would affect yeah. wallpaper. Yeah, you remember that? Oh, she hadn't even finished writing that program. <laughs> it just crashed. Must have been an BBC Acorn or something. <laughs> That's one for you computer geeks out there. Why have they got a trim phone? <laughs> it's the future. <laughs> <laughs> So are they supposed to be these men? Chicken men. Are they? Chi- they're all chi- <laughs> are they really meant to be chicken men? No, they. Uh, what are they? Oh, what are they? I know they're slug warriors. They're uh, chief or whatever. But um, what are well, they? Not necessarily. Actually. No, they're not. No. Yeah, He's they... just taken over them. Yeah. Oh right, so they're subservient to him anyway. Yeah. Are they the Lacondons? I know they actually yeah. quite figure that I out. Think they the are chicken people, are the Lacondons, aren't they? They are the. Oh, the original inhabitants. Yeah. Well. Indigenous people, yeah. I suppose, of the. But then again, so is the slug person when yeah. you see him. He's indigenous as well. Oh, the last of his kind. Yes. Uh, or not as the case may be. Ah, that's it. You see. No, he's done it all over himself. Can't you see? <laughs> he didn't write this. <laughs> <laughs> Is she a Canadian or American? Supposed to be American. It's supposed to be. Well, in real life, is she is English? She, oh, she, English. Oh, she's putting on the accent. Oh, yeah, it, it does all right, I suppose. But I, I haven't watched that particular. There's that clip from Breakfast Time when she's yeah. on the on the DVD extras, and and you they wanted her to pretend that she was American in all the interviews she did. Really, interesting. When she first got the role and whatever, and they were still keeping it up for this. He didn't miss a, a trick in the book that John Open Turner, did he? Just to go on a publicity. Go hand it to him. It's just it'd have been better if he'd have worked on production quality, wouldn't it, rather? Uh, yeah, than... quality of the scripts I think would have been better. <clears throat> just suddenly realised that the sound effects came in for the doors open, the doors didn't actually <coughs> open, open there. Oh good, good gracious, facts. Facts time, go on. Yeah. I've right. actually something to say during this story. Ronnie <laughs> oh, yeah, um, Baker is a keen advocate of conversing in dead languages. As well as Latin, he can speak Greenlandic Norse, Crimean Gothic, and all dialects of extinct languages of the uh, Maranon River Basin. <laughs> uh, very talented man. People give him credit for that. Don't show those chicken people that foil. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Frighten the life yeah, out of them. Exactly. <laughs> Do you think those sofas are having to go back to the shop? That's why they didn't unwrap them. You see the bloke from Warriors of the Deep, man. Really? DFS, you'll come back in. <laughs> you could have had these half price. <laughs> Dinsdale. Mitchell getting a nice tan. <laughs> Who is this mysterious person? Just notice that the um that big silver cone thing. Oh look. There he is. I don't know it's got a frog covered in bits of grass. I don't know. It's a big fan of the Muppets. <laughs> that Kermit stuffed and mounted. It's Donna Steele in his most sensitive role. (laughs) Do slugs have hands? This one does. You're all right with him talking English, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hands that you've picked up on. He finds particularly <laughs> troubling. <laughs> it's the future. Can you, can you give me some cornflakes? <laughs> <laughs> the universal translator, Paul. This is the future, you see. Mm-hmm. That's why everyone can understand each other. <clears throat> I suppose there was locations in Wales or something where this was filmed, is it, or something? No, no wasn't it that chalk it. pit in Dorset somewhere? There's always a it? chalk pit somewhere. <laughs> Young man. And get me a smaller phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the future. Why does she wear a dress and everyone else wears trousers? She's Sexism in the workplace. <laughs> so why, why is she not in the ward? It's more like a nurse's outfit. I've got to see. The 2080s is a regression of rules in the workplace. <laughs> <laughs> Sexism comes back. Women get less pay. Yes. Is he a member of the camp police? Looking at that, that outfit. It's very... <laughs> so it's just it's gotta keep my eyes closed, gotta keep my eyes closed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was, I completely forgot, I was just staring at Nicola Bryant and I completely <laughs> forgot to talk. Just... <laughs> Damn, that's that third fact. He's got the power of the gun out. Look, the, the gun's so oh. powerful, he needs the other hand to stabilise it if he fires <laughs> it there. Last fact of this show. Last fact, go on, go. He's uh, skilled in the art of topiary and can reproduce <laughs> a faithful copy of the Palace of Versailles, complete with summer house and guard room. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Very skilled with the old shears. Really? 
It's amazing what you find out, isn't it? Isn't it? Where do you get these facts from, Tone? It's amazing. It's oh, nothing on Wikipedia it's just, it's just about Underground, underground uh, sources. Oh, I see. Yeah. Romulus and Remus. Oh, dear. Yeah. So much you can see. We've done the credits to death. You should have saved <laughs> all your facts for the end, Tone. <laughs> you, st- you were yawning then as well. Damn, sorry. <laughs> You've got three episodes to go. <laughs> He's going to try and sneak off and have a game. Before beds become uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, yawning rules. And noisy. Rule for the things not to do in the uh, Who's He podcast rules. Yes. yes. No yawning. Oh, yeah. Okay then, folks. We'll be back in episode two. Well, I don't feel grown up anymore. Okay, folks. Have you recovered from episode one? We haven't. Okay, we're going to plough on now of episode two. So I'm going to press play in five, four, three, two, one, and play. And credits, credits, blah, blah, blah. There <coughs> we go. Give us a fact, Tone. Yes. Oh, you want a fact? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Crane Baker is a skilled inventor. And has already submitted patents for an underground greenhouse and indoor windmill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll go far with him. Did Anthony Stephen write anything else for Doctor Who? He didn't even write all this, did he? It's not another Eric Saywood job. I think is he it? only wrote the first two episodes. <laughs> is that why it goes incredibly violent at the end? Is it? <laughs> And doesn't actually explain the plot until the last two. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what's happening. Oh, look, look, that gun's so powerful, he's got to hold it with two hands. No, it's back to one. Oh, dear. The cowardly wait. doctor. He didn't wait, even wait for an uncomfortable bed to fall asleep. He didn't, did he? That's why he's falling asleep, because his bed was so uncomfortable <laughs> last night, he's still tired. It's better to sleep on the floor. <laughs> and now he is looking up her skirt. Ah, you dirty devil. Thirty four C. You what, huh? Sorry, I'm... what are you saying? I, I missed that one. So... <laughs> well, I don't know though. This back in the days when people used to have a lot of respect for the police, obviously yes. when this was made. I forgot what that was like. Now, the, the, the larger of the two chicken men there, the actor yeah. called Barry Stanton, I, I remember him from one thing. He was an episode of The Sweeney. Oh, yeah. Uh, the one that Colin Wellen was in. Oh, I remember that one. Do you remember that, that one? Yeah. He, he played the, the um, I think he's just called the, the, the German. German. Yeah, you remember that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the mastermind of the robbery, wasn't he? It was actually on last night. Was it? Well, that <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. 
been quite a few things though. Got a few films actually. Madness of King George, Shanghai Nights, that oh, Jackie Chan and Owen oh, Wilson oh, film. And of course the bill. This is some sort of weird space language that they're writing down here. Or... It's equations. Oh, was it equations? Uh, uh, yes, of the future. Ah, of course. And I've got no symbols. <laughs> ah, I just I just go and find DB about um, Barry Stanton. Yeah. He played the postman, <coughs> the young ones. Remember the overacting postman? I thought it was Lenny Embry that played the postman. No, no, the one with... Um, a uh, video nasty one. Cough, cough, splutter, splutter. The missus never believe this son. Oh, yeah, Do you remember yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Remember that I've one? I've not seen it for over 20 years. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh. He kept telling <clears throat> anecdotes off stage, didn't he, about Laurence Olivier? Do you, Do you remember that? Oh, I've not seen it for years. No, no, oh, no. we have to dig that one out then. Just the way you said, we have to dig that one out then. He goes, no, it's too soon. (laughs) (laughs) They make watches. A Joconda. (laughs) You've heard of Joconda. Sorry, that's awful. Oh, dear. That was bad in my my standards. Yes. (laughs) Very, very low standards. Yes. See, there's not a flicker of expression at all there. There's a slug man who looks like Don Estelle for standing in front of him, and they don't even look remotely frightened. I thought it was the Slipperman costume. <laughs> now you can hear what he's saying. Could you give us the deep healing beam right now? Just <laughs> get over this. I'll throw another fact in now, if you like. Yeah. Well, I'll you, save might, you might want to pace yourself. Actually, yeah, these yeah. are quite boring, these scenes, aren't they? Yeah, yeah go I'll, on. I'll, I'll save the other one for the end, sort of thing. Oh, OK. There we go. Fact number five. In the late 1980s... Uh, oh, yeah, Colin Baker worked for several underground anti-communist factions in Eastern Europe and helped bring down the old regimes there. Well... Yeah, he's a man of action. You surprised yourself for that fact because you went, you started reading like, oh, Colin Baker. <laughs> don't, don't have heard that fact before until you started right. saying it. It's all very fresh. Yeah. Did you go into some sort of deep trance when you wrote that one? <laughs> Did that come out of the bowels of your something? It come out of the bowels, yeah, they'll leave it at that, actually. Oh, like Edgar, Edgar Case, or whatever his name is. Mm. So this information that's been so hidden in his subconscious, isn't it, by by governments that's coming out? Now. <laughs> Just has trigger words. Put <laughs> hmm. the trigger word. It's your round tone. <laughs> oh dear.
Don't no, no, the don't, children. don't go down that road, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but the BBC have banned the word children at the moment, aren't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> As adopted children, yes, they have. <laughs> Ooh, dear. Did you just go, mm, <laughs> then, <so>. No. <laughs> so that's a pretty good gig, this, isn't it? Two episodes, and all he's done is lay on the floor and sit in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of acting I could do. The door noise has been made again and the door's didn't <laughs> no, open. No, again. Ah, oh, Tegan. Tegan's the one before her, was it? Ah, uh, yes. Oh, it's this episode is brought to you by Cumberland Ale as well. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> it's that music as well. It's just. Yeah. Well, they had to have like a Regency sound for. (laughs) (laughs) Could you two bugger off? I'm on the crapper. (laughs) (laughs) Now, sod off your boring little twerps. Into the old man's boudoir, it seems. I'll be wrong later. <laughs> Make it slip into something comfortable. I'll be in there later. <laughs> he did. He went to his pimp booth, didn't he? <laughs> Not enough wind there. <laughs> <laughs> Just an observation. Did you turn at the devil boy just quoting random <laughs> French quotes or something? <laughs> yes, it might might it be that lump of rock that's a different colour to all the other rocks that are lying around? Mm, Could be. I don't know who they they built that entrance for as well. It wasn't in those. 
What if they got fruit polos stuck to their wrists? <laughs> Shouldn't there be hookers in there as well? You never thought so, looking at your face. Uh, you know what I mean? What's that, sorry? Should they be wearing jeweled turbans and there should be hookers and things in there? Because you know? that would be racist, Toe. <laughs> would it? Yes. <laughs> it looks like a Turkish boudoir. Have you ever been in a Turkish boudoir? I've been in a faux Turkish boudoir. A faux? But that's what faux <laughs> Turkish boudoirs look like. Yeah. Is that what, that's what they say in the future when they finish on the cars, eh? <laughs> Transmission completed. It's sent on its way. <laughs> I'll give it five minutes, though. It's, it's been logged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Please, like, no, no that's captain's log jokes. I was going to say. Yeah. That's, that's, that's obviously what it means. <laughs> Yeah, the worst scenes actually between Doctor and the Doctor and Perry. There's been nothing happening at all, is there? Yeah, I think it's the other thing people didn't like as well, the cowardly doctor here yeah. as well. Yeah, he, so how comes he's cowardly then? What's going on there? It's the after effects of his regeneration, apparently. Uh, yeah. Was it another reason for this? Then what they didn't want to have like <laughs> another Peter Davison style regeneration story where he was out of it for most of the time, wasn't he? Yeah. Got a good gig there, isn't he, Colin Baker? Hmm. <laughs> Have you listened to the actual their commentary? No, I haven't. No, hmm. no, that that would mean watching it again. Why is it? What... He talks about in rehearsals biting her bottom at that stage. Really? Good lord! Bit of a live wire, wasn't he, old Colin? No, I have to, he has to stand in the exact pose of the cardboard cutout that replaces him. <laughs> Very badly drawn. So yes. <laughs> They've been threatened by hot glue guns in their hands. Miss the fact they walk past him as well. Exactly, I know. You see them behind. Looks like tinfoil. Yes. <laughs> don't don't tell the chicken men. <laughs> We're just getting the technology oven ready. Yeah. The planet Paxo. <laughs> Their arch nemesis. <laughs> <laughs>
I just cannot believe that this story followed the case of Androzani. I just you could they're poles apart, aren't they? It's it's incredible. <clears throat> you dirty old man. <laughs> she rolled her eyes at that one, didn't she? Did you do Jack and Ori? <laughs> Didn't you play the part of Gandalf in The Hobbit? <laughs> now, isn't this the bit where he was supposed to be the hermit that John Pertwee spoke about? Yeah. But we know has been uh, Choji and Campo from Planet of the Spiders. Compo was in Planet of the Spiders. I didn't know that. Compo? Yeah. Compo. 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 <laughs> and Foggy. <laughs> and Clegg. Please never ever mention Last of Summer One in any of our oh, commentaries ever again, ever. Test that program. That's rule number two of the Who's <laughs> podcast. Good. <laughs> oh, no, don't. <laughs> Christ. I've got a stiff neck. <laughs> Looks like Barney Eastwood, children's TV presenter. Who's Barney Eastwood? Uh, oh, he's behaving badly. Come on. Never seen it? <laughs> Funny enough, time no. <laughs> no. I'll get to see all these programmes, obviously. My little one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it definitely does look like him. No idea who he's talking about, though. Maybe on Wikipedia, I'll have a picture of him. I'd rather not, actually. Actually, might be more interested in watching this. Yeah. <laughs> Barney Eastwood. <laughs> or is it Eastwood? Was he trying to find the key? Oh, I don't know. That. No, I, don't. <laughs> I know the power bed. Was he trying to search the, the keys under the mat? What's he doing? Entering the oven, by those things. The devil. Turn it up to Regulo 2. <laughs> That's it. Microwave chicken. You don't see many of these people, do you? Oh, they're not actually on Jaconda, are they? No. No. Oh, that would be one. <laughs> To be fair, though, you don't see a lot of them when they're on Chicago. No, you don't, no. What does he need the dark, sinister music for him looking for a new shirt? Because it's the horror that's going to come, isn't it? <laughs> I was going to say, that the, 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 does the Doctor's bad dress sense extend to him as well? But... 
Oh, you give up dress sense all you, you enter here. Yeah. It's on the door outside. Did he die, Morris Denning? Wasn't two thousand two. Two thousand and two. I say it. All right. Have you looked that yeah. up then? Have you? Yeah. About ninety something. Wasn't he? About ninety two or something. Yeah, he yeah. did live to a ripe old age, didn't oh. he? Yeah. Yes, ninety two. Huh? In two thousand and two. Oh, first I was a camp policeman. Now I'm going to go to what was Coco the Clown. I'm just coincidental. That's exactly the <laughs> where she hid the power pack. No, he's just like Lee John out of imagination now. <laughs> oh, we need to do enlightenment one day as well. I was talking to Lee John for imagination. <laughs> he's not in here, is he? Yeah, he is. Oh, good. Cool. Trying to get a high score there, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> come back and Tone's playing it. <laughs> <laughs> Any amusement arcade, Tone is straight in there playing golf. Oh, great, great old day, or 1943. Golf, space score dead. <laughs> or uh, what was it, 1942? 1943, and two, two and three. Two, not, and two at 1943, okay. Yeah. Right. Space Commander. <laughs> Space Warrior. God, it takes me back. Oh. I can do it too. Or do, you want, or do you want to wait for the fact to the end of credits? Yeah, um, wait for the credits because yeah, there's, there's oh, okay. not a lot going on the credits. Okay. See, that's not a bad special effect, though. I, I, I still think yeah. when, the, when the BBC did the effects right, it, they still hold up. It's just trying to do it from a distance, small scale, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly. It's the base. When they and tried on to film, get... yeah, because when they did it on when they, Baker's sort of last season, some of um, Davison's earlier stuff, it was all done on video. It didn't. It looked like a model then, didn't it? it yeah. was, especially you look at something like Logopolis when you see the the Pharos, um project dish. Yeah. It does. It looks like what it is, doesn't it? A model.
my hands. Good gracious. <laughs> That's very contrite, isn't it, really? So the watch has stopped immediately after she goes. And... Yeah. I don't think he's going to make it. No. Maybe not. Who knows, Tone? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Even in those circumstances, your first question would be, what are you wearing? I know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Will he survive, Tone? <laughs> right. No, I don't know. I don't think he will. Right, fact number six. <laughs> anyway, bollocks fact, to that. Fact Let's no- go on to a fact. Tone's gripped by the tension of that yeah. ending. Fact number six. Andrew and Gavin Conrad, who impressed greatly with their performances, went on to become act- acting coaches and mentors to various modern cinematic greats, with Kira Knightley and Rupert Grint passing through their Fespian <laughs> School of Excellence. Yeah. That's right. Well, obviously, because in their younger years, they were Phil Collins. No. See, and he was a child actor. And he was a child actor, that's right. See, yeah. so they, they drew on, on their experience oh, as Phil Collins earlier in life. <laughs> and now they're drummers. <laughs> uh, it doesn't get any better, does it? It really doesn't get any better. I just... <laughs> oh, he's saying, ah, oh, oh, this life, this doesn't get any better. We're watching the twin dialogue. We're right, a beer in our hand. Let's say, let's what more on. could anyone want? Let's, yeah. let's end it on the high, then. This is fantastic. This, this is it. Gentlemen's rooms, beer, <laughs> Doctor Who. What more could you ask for in life? End. Okay, people, we shall see you in episode three. Mercy, great master. Mercy. Right, we're at the halfway point. We're nearly there. Only two episodes to go. Episode three now, folks. We're going to press play in five, four, three, two, one, and play. Uh, hit us with a fact, son. A fact? Right, yes. Okay, yeah, the first one. Right, oh yes, here we go. Right, in his leisure time, Colin Baker likes to ascend skyscrapers with no harness or protection. <laughs> However, as, he's, as he approaches his septuagenarian age, he limits the height climb to only ten stories. Oh. Yeah, 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 absolutely. He's a man of many talents, isn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been around. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, we've seen his <clears> bit. That's <throat> the end of the Doctor. Been down to William Hill and I put a hundred pound on him actually dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, think you're onto a winner there, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I'm quids in. Don't worry about that. <laughs> just, just the fact that the person who did the music for this found the harpsichord setting on his organ, didn't he? <laughs> he got jammed. The button got jammed, didn't it? And that was. <clears throat> We could have at least had some disco music with the <laughs> ah, that ties in with a fact I've got later on. <laughs> That's another oh god. <laughs> yeah, she's heard it before. Yeah. 
That you fade in and out like Captain Kirk in the Tholian web. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, lost me money. Hundred quid down. That's oh, no, so. Yeah. And again, his first thing he, did, he didn't say, what the hell are you wearing? Did he do any thought-provoking, fantastic uh, serials, Colin Baker? Ones that you think, oh, that's good. Did he do any? Uh, no. It was poorly served, I think, Colin yeah. Baker. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> well, the Revelation of the Daleks was quite a a good story, but he was hardly in it. Yeah. And why are you haven't ready? <laughs> He's, he's, that's he's just taking that along as he catches a chicken bird. <laughs> Got a very Avony theme, this story, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I'm quite sure that's not, that's not what they had in mind. That's probably why were. it's not the best uh, Doctor oh. Who story. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. Even more stems he's, he's his head. That joke, yeah. <laughs> Worst joke ever. Oh. Now the actor play, playing the thin chicken person there, Oliver Smith. Mm. I've only found one one thing that I, I know. Apparently, he was in an episode of Porridge yeah. as well, but he. Played the part of um, Frank in Hellraiser, but the skinned Frank, one with all the the muscle. You haven't, you, you're not a fan of horror films, are you, Paul? So you've never watched it. But you watched Hellraiser. You two know nothing. Is that one with the bloke with the pins in his head or something? No, that was Doug Bradley. That that was that was Pinhead in Hellraiser. Yeah, but he played the part of skinned Frank. So it was the actor who played Frank didn't want to go underneath all the makeup. So oh, he did. They got him. Oh, fair enough. So he played the same part in Hellraiser, Hellbound, uh, which was Hellraiser 2, so... Is it just that I wasn't paying attention? Did they ever explain why he was under two names? For the first two episodes? No. No. <sighs> no mention of that at all, was there? Don't just swear it was written by two different people. I can't be asked. I don't like that name. I'm not using it. <laughs> ah, the Chamberlain. Huh. 
actor's name's fantastic. Seymour Green. Oh, is that his name, is it? Yes. He's a great He actor. was in a previous story of Doctor Who. He was in The Seas of Doom, Hargreaves the butler. Ah. <laughs> it's terrible acting in it this. It is awful. Uh... It's got a kind of Ziggy Stardust uh, feel about <laughs> it. Isn't it? Isn't it? I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> acting. Some acting coming up. Ziggy play guitar. <laughs> 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 oh, that was a loud one. <laughs> what was he wafting there? He's still wafting it. What's he yeah. doing? Just that takes a lot out of him, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Donna a bit still, of a strain you... to do it. <laughs> Donna still, you naughty boy. Oh, they're on Seconda now, aren't they? Seconda? Yeah. <laughs> Watch out. Oh, you're, you're oh, going to no, get punched no, so no. hard. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> he hasn't made the connection to the time level yet, either, has he? No, he hasn't. <laughs> Calls of oh, course. you've told him there. <laughs> Bollocks. Oh, every second count. Stop. Hey, the noise is open. And the doors have opened. Yes, and the harpsy called his back. <laughs> Lock your coat. And she was talking to Kevin McNally. Someone's got a worse coat than I have. (laughs) (laughs) Just one of Kevin McNally's first roles on television Mm. or something. Which one's McNally again? The one in the colourful cloak? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say that narrows it down. Yeah, <laughs> and that eliminates one person on the screen. <laughs> What's he been in since his McNally fella? He was in all the parts of the Caribbean films. Was he? What did he do? He was the first mate. I don't oh. know what the character's name is. I, I don't particularly like those films, to be honest. But oh. first one was all right. The rest were just rubbish, basically. And he's also the sex shop owner in that first episode of Bottom. Oh, is that him? When they go and get the sex spray. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, I don't yeah. know. He's alien. Yeah. <laughs> Can I help you, sir? Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this a sex shop with like £10 worth? I've never yeah. heard of that one before. <laughs> 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 Back on the toilet again. It's old age, isn't it? 
<laughs> facts. Guess of facts, go on. There we go. Right. Colin Baker took the first sledgehammer blow to the Berlin Wall, and the debris he collected was used to create a rather lovely rockery in a 32-bedroom West Mercian mansion. Yeah. West Mercian? Yeah, that's where he lives. He's referred to as Edgeworthy again, and what he flops around with his name this one. Yeah. But it doesn't <clears throat> explain why. No. It sounds like the doctor's trying to pull him there, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and you could make me do anything with that. <laughs> Come on. Anything. Come on. Impose your I'd will. I'd be powerless to resist you. <laughs> Impose it now. <laughs> oh, dear. It's just a whole other level, that does it. Is that a pistol in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's where Maurice Denham is, right? (laughs) See, the doctor is British. He says lieutenant, you see. Oh, right. They are definitely flirting with each other. Definitely. Ah. (coughs) Shut up. (laughs) You annoying little twerps. (laughs) Yeah. That shocked them. <laughs> yeah. Right, you can tell by their look at their faces. <laughs> Why did they throw away such a glittering career in acting, do you think? Oh, they had a bright future ahead of them there, didn't they? They can't stand it. Man in a sleeping bag following in there as well. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. Help me. <coughs> Pence us. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Tic Tac Room. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Oh, you know what they're doing? They're growing Carla ships in there, aren't they? Oh! <laughs> nanu Nanu. <laughs> ah. I'm glad you said Nanu Nanu there. <laughs> well, no, Carla was the from the town called Mercy. Oh, was it? Because his, his ship looked like the Mork from Mork's Egg. Yeah, I understood that reference in you, Bob. You, you obviously <laughs> didn't listen to the episode we did then, because I played out with Mork, with the, the theme tune of Mork and Mindy. Was you? Yeah. Which one was this? It's a f- few weeks ago when we, when we oh, did well, a review for Tangled Mercy. I, I, I do catch the odd couple. Yeah, no, you no, don't. Don't, <laughs> don't lie. <laughs> Please, don't, don't insult us by lying. <laughs> uh, it comes to something when even a person who takes part in this podcast doesn't listen to it either. I don't, I don't, I'll never get the time. <clears throat> <clears throat> You should do what everyone else does, Tony. They do it on their way to work. But I've got a crap phone. <laughs> no, you haven't. It's I got can't... a bit of a Walkman on it. Yeah. It's a Sony phone. It's got a Walkman on it. I know that, but how do, I, how do I transfer it all onto there and, you know, science? Oh, no, I'm not going to go it's there witchcraft now. witchcraft. <laughs> I'm supposed to be doing an audio commentary. There's only 15 minutes left in this episode. It won't be enough time for me to explain to you <laughs> how to actually get the, the, the MP3 onto your phone. And will it cost money? No. Oh, oh, MP- oh, I can do that. I know how to well, do there that. You are, then. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been thinking like I'm connecting internets and things like that. Well, no, of course not. <clears throat> oh, that's easy enough. Yeah. Uh, excuse, could you help us out with these sleeping bags, please? We, the, the zips are stuck. And... Ah, there are more of his people. Yeah, same. Oh, yeah, yeah. See. That's what happens when you wear that tinfoil suit for a while. Exactly. Gets a bit sweaty in there, doesn't Why wouldn't you just step out of the boots? Yeah. <coughs> now, the actor playing Mess, because we've seen a bit more of Mess Store now, yeah. uh, the actor playing is Edwin Richfield, who was also in a previous uh, Doctor Who story. He's Captain Hart in The Sea Devils. Huh. So, But he's also in loads of um, sort of Hammer, Hammer films and... Uh, that sort of TV shows we like to watch. He was in um, Quite a Mass Two, uh, the uh, Quite a Mass in the Pit film. He's also I've in the face, that. the face of Fu Manchu as well. <coughs> um, he's also in <clears throat> here we go, Danger Man, six episodes of the Avengers, Dixon the Doc Green, Zed Cars, Adam Adamant Lives, The Baron. Um, Quite a stalwart of the old uh, series, then. Yeah. yeah. I, I, he was an actor in the early late sixties, early seventies in England. And... Yeah, he's better be in all of those, <laughs> wasn't he? Uh, Amphish, um, UFO, Bergerac, um, all creatures great and small. Ooh. How about that? Do you play a slug in that? <laughs> <laughs> and he's dead as well now. Uh, yes, he died at the age of sixty-eight in nineteen ninety. Cool, bet.
This wasn't the owl service. Was that that Anthony Quayle? Pro, was it sort of like retired, like old spies or something, <coughs> or, or from the war or something, and they were... Uh, no, it was the Zoo Gang. The Zoo Gang, that was... What was the owl service then? Oh, I have to look that one up now. No, it's not actually telling me what it is. It was a TV show. No, I think it was a, some sort of children's show, I think. So yeah, if he could find another one like that, he could give it to him as a big drumstick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't mention drumsticks in front of those chicken people. <laughs> Oh, that's just meant to be a computer screen, wasn't it? That's someone had just drawn it on a blackboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I'm not. I'm not going to laugh too much at the effects because that's all they could do in that day, wasn't it? They didn't have. And the, the fact this was the last there. one of a series, so they'd yeah, run out of the... money by now. Anyway, yeah, there was obviously no budget there for this, was oh, there? Yeah. <laughs> And again, they wouldn't get away with that now, would they? Manic depressive. Uh. <coughs> it's not even referred to as manic depression. It's bipolar disorder now, mm. isn't it? <sighs> Have you understood that? You can't tell by your faces. Not as mad as the casting director who cast you to. Yeah. <laughs> Not strangling people. Yeah. How did the twins know? They was locked somewhere else, weren't they, when he said to them? Yeah, they weren't there, were they? Oh. <coughs> no. They read the script, obviously. Were they? Well, I can't remember now. I didn't act on it. It was only one episode ago. <laughs> not. Oh. One episode ago, we forgot what happened. <laughs> Isn't the brain a wonderful thing? Isn't it? <laughs> Why do you whisper green grass? <laughs> but I'm the German. 
<laughs> I wish he had acted like he did in the young ones with the with the over. Oh, you two know what I'm talking about. I don't want to bother him with this. You oh, can't remember it. Another good actor. <laughs> I can't even bother to do all the makeup on his neck either. Could <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that pipes police is him at the back there, isn't it? <laughs> the beds are even more uncomfortable there, Tony, just to rock. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 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 no into, into the future it gets. It's true. No yeah. concern for comfort in the future. None at all. No. He's down again. All the tension. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hurry. At least wait till the credits start rolling, Tone. Okay. Can you say it slowly as well? Right, here we go. <laughs> Say it slowly it. to drag it out all the way through. Here we go. Here we go. Being a keen method actor, Colin Baker studied opistology and lived in a colony of slugs during filming, <laughs> often turning up at the studio with a strange sticky substance on him. <laughs> Which is slug slime, of course. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. I told you to drag it out a bit longer. Oh, oh yeah, I could do it. And opisphology, gentlemen. Right, I'm studying uh, pistology and ladies, right now, of course, out there. Right. It's a study of slugs. Lovely beer. <laughs> we gathered that. We time. gathered that time. <laughs> Just think, well, you told me to pan it out a bit. That's what I am. <laughs> yes. Ah. I'm studying some more pistology right now, actually. Cheers, everyone. <laughs> Mm. Lovely beer. Yeah. It's bringing me back from the back from my my sick bed because I'm really ill. It's helping out, is it? Oh, it is, yeah. How comfortable is your sick bed? Oh, very. Okay, folks. In the future, it won't be so comfortable. Oh, no, won't. No, we'll be back in episode four. Oh, that's not fair. He's an old man. Right here we go. Then the final episode. Yes. 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 Okay, folks. Here we go. Then we're gonna press play in five. Four, three, two, one, and play. As is now customary tone, it's the opening credits. Give us oh, a the fact. Opening, opening fact. Opening fact. There we go. Colin Baker is an avid disciple of the Indonesian filmmaker Anjar Asmara, often going on pilgrimages to his Dutch East Indian hometown, visiting various locations where the great man filmed. Yeah. No more elaboration on that at all. Well, that's it. That's all we did. Oh, sorry. What, what, were, the, what of, were the films? Well, he's a very private man. Yeah. What? Oh, Colin Baker. He was so, no, this this director's <laughs> films. Was he that private? He didn't <laughs> actually release them. That's his holiday profile. Oh, right. You, oh, you mean uh, Anjar Fiddly Doodum? Yeah. Like, what, what was his favourite films? Oh, sorry, his films that he made. Hmm. Yeah. Um, no, actually, no, I know what his favourite films were, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seven Samurai. He's a big, big fan. Yeah. Was that really the first film that came into your head there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just a mere woman. 
Heritage. See, look, that <coughs> pipe is really pleased to see them. <laughs> Another uncomfortable <laughs> bed of the future. <laughs> I wonder what Edwin Richfield actually thinking. I, I play Captain Hart in a John Pertwee story. Now I'm a now I'm a slug that looks like Donna Still. What was his follow up song with? Oh God, who knows? <laughs> I bet you know. This. No, I don't. That's what I'm asking you. <laughs> he probably had one though, didn't he? They did. Oh, they did. In Windsor Davies had a follow up song, Whispering Grass. I can't remember what the hell it was, hmm. isn't it? See, folks, that's how... Oh, I must have been my parents. Did you used to have the album? They did. And they didn't put whispering, whispering grass, grass on it. it. <laughs> God, sorry. You see, folks, that's how that's how much we despise this story. Rather talk about the singing career of Don Estelle. <laughs> and Windsor <laughs> Davis, for that matter. Why would you have spoken about him? Oh, God, he's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you love this bit, don't you, Tone? <laughs> he's bad in the water. <laughs> Drum kit. <laughs> <laughs> Just give him a clip round the ear. Yeah. <laughs> How did they do that? That was amazing. Yeah. Conjuring tricky. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh. well, that reminds me of the old Astro Wars thing. Do you, remember the, Do you know uh, what? I, I, yeah. I think that's Scramble. <laughs> that's the Scramble one. Oh, right. Oh, I had Astro Wars. Yeah, but that's a similar yeah. kind of look, wasn't it? I think that's the Scramble one. Yeah, go on. Sod off. Yeah, get the hell out. But why would Asmael be talking about the Doctor? Why? Why would he have any calls to mention in the past? 
I mean, they are talk. They do talk about the fact that he was he he'd visited him there and whatever. But why would he tell them? Why would it come? In the, that's what I'm saying. Why would it come in the conversation? Why it's there is if he's spoken about it before he arrived. He's spoken about them over dinner one evening or something. Well, exactly. It must be lighter moments in, <laughs> in, in between, like we're doing evil deeds and I mean, we're just you know chilling, what, out the... relaxing. <laughs> One of one of cocktail hours. <laughs> See, he's not he's not always evil. He has, you know. I must admit, I didn't understand their plan from the drawing on the wall, but now they've got out a three D model. <laughs> makes perfect Pulled down sense. from the ceiling. Han <laughs> <laughs> <And> Solo. <laughs> <laughs> what the freeze frame of Colin Bailey they couldn't actually sit still long enough that's of a freeze frame of him of course good lord Got another fact, Tom. There's rather lots of exposition going <laughs> yeah, on. Yes, there, uh, let's put the penultimate fact. Here we go. Right. Uh, Colin Baker was the Rochdale District Disco Dancing Champion 1975. <laughs> Straight his stuff to George Rock Me Baby McRae. Oh, this was back in the days when absolutely anybody because could just walk into the TARDIS. TARDIS. It's taken a specimen. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't actually explain what's in those uh, jars, is it? Uh, slug repellent, surely. Well, he uses it as such in a minute, but why is it lying around? Why has no one else thought of using it before? Do slugs actually lay eggs? Or snails or gastropods, full stop, actually. I don't know. Or is this another factual inaccuracy? Oh, space ones do, obviously. Obviously. We haven't discovered them yet, have we? <clears throat> oh. Do you know what? I might have to Google that as we're watching, actually. So let's find <laughs> Anything out. Anything rather than watching. Watch this. <laughs> you know, kinder eggs. You know, yeah. right, okay. Do gastropods... <laughs> Lay eggs. Lay eggs. Hmm. Here we go. What? 
Apparently they do. Ah. There you go. Well, Colin Bate would know that, wouldn't he? Anyway, because he studied um, pistology or whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> I can actually get some YouTube footage of a snail laying some eggs, <coughs> if you'd like to watch it. <laughs> I'll watch that now rather than this. <laughs> I think he's on or something. Look at everyone. Here come the twins. There'll be some acting now. Oh, washing machine. It's amazing. <laughs> they just walk walk into the background of the scene and, and just take over, don't they? they completely. Do. <laughs> Command, it's like commanding presence. <laughs> yeah. And there's yeah, some well. of the set previously seen in Warriors of the Deep and Red Dwarf. Who was in Red Dwarf? The scene at the back, the scenery at the back, the oh, wall. Yeah, she thought one of the actors was. <laughs> Although the twins have got the same presence as the wall. Back in the days of the uh, the twelve regenerations, is it? So he can regenerate. Well, he used to be able to regenerate this uh, Nestor, not Nestor. What's his name? The, 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 um, Azrael, where his name is. Azal. Azal, right? Yeah. No, but, um, but he's not a Gallifreyan or whatever. Mm. Yes, oh, he, he is. is. So he's a, a time, time lord. Yeah, he's actually but, a time lord. But this yeah. is back in the days of you had twelve regenerations. Ah. So how is it now? So he's on his thirteenth regeneration at the moment. Ah. So. Something I want to know: Does that really work when a dead person's eyes are open? They just sort of close the eyelids. Does that actually work? Or I I need to kill someone then uh, test it out. I'll let you know. We'll do it end of this episode, (laughs) shall we? If one of us has that finds it too much to go through the full episode. They <laughs> <coughs> dropped the harpsichord from the from the soundtrack I've noticed. Yeah. As you wish. <laughs> yes, it is ridiculous. You hit the nail on the head there, Perry.
I, I just don't know what to say about this anymore now. Actually, I just, <laughs> no. I just sort of... we, just, we have just all committed to it. So like, yeah. <laughs> silence is brought to you, but oh dear, I have some refreshment. You just make a noise there. I think he might have done it. It reminds me of the uh, the sock when it, in young ones when it's going to the washing machine. Tension. Yeah, it is a hot glue gun. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, do you feel lucky, punk? <laughs> <laughs> Did he fire six shots? Mammy! <laughs> <laughs> So another ten minutes this left. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. I was watching YouTube yesterday. Oh, I don't want to go to bed. I don't want to watch YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and it was only half past seven. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> We're just tiring of it, I think, actually. Actually, what we should have done for this particular episode is if we could have done it in complete silence. <laughs> We're doing a damn good job of it so far. But... Yeah. Yeah, people think that's actually what we are trying to do. <laughs> Now we get some fantastic acting out for Maurice Denham. Mammy! <laughs> <laughs> I've always the scene when Maurice Denham forgot to put his teeth in. <laughs> But see, this this scene should be full of tension and 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 grief and pathos and and it's not. Oh, here we go. See, here yeah. we go. He's dead.
Boo! Boo! Get off! Boo! <laughs> you got any tomatoes? I want to throw them at the screen there. <laughs> Rotten veg, anything. Ah, <sighs> oh, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I've killed snow slugs in the past, but I don't do all that. You're trying to lay a particularly large egg. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's helped. That's it. That's That's got it out. (laughs) (laughs) He looks more sprightly now, doesn't he? (laughs) <laughs> it's the burden that's been lifted off of him. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> he knows because it's nearly over. That's why he's looking so quite so happy. It's... Is that the, the ring of Jaconda or something? I don't know. He just yeah, said, this is the ring of Jaconda, he just said. Oh, is that oh. what he said? What oh. <laughs> time's now telling us the plot? Explain Doctor Can you tell us what happens in the end, I'm going. Yeah, he just said it was. <laughs> If you knew what was going to happen, Tony, you could have told us and we could well, set through four episodes of this crap. <laughs> Should have done, really. Oh, Derek Garland's on the move again. <laughs> what are you doing up there? So somebody just moved in the flat above. I don't know. If we've decided it's Derek Guiler. He lives up there. It's a long and if you story. don't know who that is, look it's, it up. It's a long story. Oh, for heaven's sake! Oh. <laughs> that Chamberlain's oh, for, oh, for, oh, for. Why you're such a fresh <clears throat> Christ, isn't it finished yet? No, it's still going on. Uh, about another four or five really minutes st- yet. I've got to say, they, 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 you could have finished about ten minutes ago. The story could have done, actually. And everything. You know, they really pushed it out a bit, didn't they? You know what I mean? could have not started. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been more preferable, actually. Blimey. <clears throat> Needless, are we? Always a groveling little lick spittle, isn't he? Yeah, they usually are these Chamberlains. Yeah, aren't they? 
Oh, Lord Melchit was, wasn't he? Uh, ah, that's uh, true. Uh. But then again, you had Stephen Fry playing that character <laughs> rather than Seymour Green. <laughs> Oh, you poor sap. You want to stay with that? So I'd rather stay with the chicken people than go with you two. Yeah. Strange. Rather than go with Perry. Yes. Who quite clearly fancies you. I noticed that. There's certain chemistry there, isn't there? Always like a bad smell, isn't he? Go on, sod <laughs> off. Look at the reaction on the twins' face there. It's incredible. Shock. Wow. Shocked. <laughs> Range of emotions they showed in that. That was incredible. It was, it was. It's a lesson to us all. Yeah. Look at them now. Look, you're immediately drawn to them in the back there. You're not looking at the Doctor and Perry. <laughs> This is just aimed directly at the fans, this whole little speech now, isn't it? It is now, yeah. <clears throat> that really was directed at the fans, that line. Oh, dear. oh it's finished! Have you got one more fact there, Tom? I have, yes. He, oh, uh, please put us out of our misery. Colin Baker has the largest known collection of Mercury Dimes, a coin minted in the US from 1916 to 1945. It is said his collection is worth tens of pounds. Whoa. Uh, tens of pounds. Ah, yeah. oh, well, there you go. We, we've done the twin dilemma. Let's never speak of it again. <laughs> it says we never have to darken its door again. Yes, never. <laughs> oh, God. Please, no more. <laughs> Oh, yeah. well, what's coming up next week then? Um, yes, what are we doing next week? <laughs> what twin are we doing dilemma. Next... Did we like it or not? No. Yeah, <laughs> did we? Did, did we like the twin dilemma? Oh, well, bloody awful! Bloody awful! Yeah, Tone's oh, even I'm saying <laughs> Tone's struggling to stay awake. Oh. Um, I can't think of anything else to say about it. <laughs> no. And leave can Paul. No. So there we go. Yeah, Tone's still. Oh. You had you had oh. the biggest lying out of all of us this morning. I did, yeah. Well, it was five past ten, but yeah, that's the best line I've ever for years. Actually, actually tone some of that earlier. We don't all live together and share a bed. <laughs> and, no, I just mean field. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We are the we are the more cool boys of podcasts. You see, <laughs> yeah, we don't, in, the, in the who's he mansions, <laughs> which is a one bedroom bed sit. <laughs> and tones yawning. Oh dear. No, no. Next week we are um, doing another. Uh, it's, oh, actually, no, it's the first, isn't it? Yes. The first of our um, book reviews. 
Yes. The first of our Target book reviews, and we're doing um, The Pyramids of Mars. Mars. Uh, but it's actually a book review compared with the TV yes. serial. We've been sitting in armchairs by the... Roaring Fire. What the book I hate what to the... Tone said something there, sorry. What was will, you, will you be sitting in armchairs by Roaring Fire as you do this book review? You know what I mean? No. You know that kind of thing? No, we won't. That's what I've pictured. No. Oh. You carry on. You stick yeah, yeah. in your own little world. Me and Paul tell well, listeners. Well, when I'm listening, when I'm listening back to it, as I always do. <laughs> oh, of course, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell, 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 tell us what you think of the episode when you've heard oh, it. Of course, I will. <laughs> yeah. Yes, your feedback is valuable, Tone. Anyway, yeah, you were saying, Paul. Yes. No, yeah. It's more of a what does the book add to the DVD, and what does the DVD add to the book? Yes, indeed. And what what are the if what, anything the, any differences, if any? That, yes. yes, does it improve or? Or hinder the story. Yes. So that's it. Okay. So, until next week then, it is goodbye from me, Phil. Goodbye from me, Paul. And goodbye from me, Tony. Goodbye. the Who's He podcast. Please get in touch with us by emailing feedback at who's-he.co.uk, visit our website at who's-he.co.uk and also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance.